I'm Zen, and this is Amita in Paris podcast. Along with me for the trip is Katharina, Kristen, and Emily. Everyone's in, in the house. Yay! Hello! Hi! <laughs> and we have a special guest today. Once again, my good friend Lei. Lee, Lee, I don't know. I read it out phonetically, and I know it's Lee, but who I've been trying, not that good of a friend, <laughs> who I've been trying to get back on her podcast forever. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> good. So I've been trying to get Lee on the podcast again, and the reason why is she is a voracious traveler, and one of the few individuals that I know who have been to Cuba. Ah, Cuba. <laughs> <Olé>. <laughs> So, needless to say, uh, she's got her work cut out for her as we're going to, like, grill her mercilessly because we're so jealous and want to go and want to know all the information about Cuba just like you do. So, but like our other podcasts, you're going to have to hear us grill her after the sponsor break. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. So as an introduction, here's some quick facts. Cuba is a small country that is located about 90 miles south of Florida in the Caribbean Sea. The main island is the is the Isla de la Uventud. And is home to the majority of Cuba's 11.5 million population. Cuba is about 42,000 square miles, which makes it about the size of Virginia, the state of Virginia in the U.S. Oh, thank you for that fact. <laughs> <laughs> the clarification. I mean, if someone's listening and they don't know what Virginia is. That's true. Mean. Okay. Um, and Havana, or I think the locals, how did the locals pronounce that? Havana. 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 Okay, Havana. With its population of 2.1 is 2.1 million? Yeah. Okay. 2.1 <laughs> million people. Lonely trip. Lee increased the population by yeah. 50%. <laughs> okay, so the population of 2.1 million is its capital. What makes this country so fascinating is the American... Oh, to the Americans, is that the U.S. had a diplomatic relationship with Cuba until 1961, which was sev- which severed. severed. Okay, which was severed in 1961 again during the Cold War. It would it took over 44 years before the U.S. would restore those relations. Okay, but before 1961, Cuba was a playground for both celebrities and mobsters alike. If you've been to Las Vegas, you know about the Tropicana Hotel and Casino. But what you may not know is it's inspired by the Tropicana Club, which is still open to this day in Havana, Cuba. Nat King Cole performed there and many Golden Age Hollywood stars like Frank Sinatra, Ava Gardner, Marlon Brando, and Elizabeth Taylor. And to top it off, Ernest Hemingway wrote parts of For Whom the Bell Tolls in Cuba. So, what is it about Cuba that was so magical that it attracted such creative spirits? And what's it like today? Let's find out. So, I think there's a lot of confusion because I think a lot of Americans are aware we were not allowed to travel there for a long time. And now it is kind of open, kind of not. And there's so much confusion around who goes and how and how you can make it happen. So, Lee, what was your story? Um, 
I ended up going to Cuba. A little bit of a backstory is every year I take a trip to somewhere new in mm-hmm. the, in March. Um, to oh, always in March. Always in March. Just it's my birthday gift to myself. Nice. Oh, now it doesn't really get planned until after the new year begins. And it becomes, it's a very scientific process involved <laughs> involving Google Flights and whatever's cheap and not already on my passport. Nice. Um, I thought a dartboard might be involved. <laughs> Maybe like stares at a bunch of note cards. No, I'm not allowed to play with sharp objects as part of, the, as part of my parole. Um, so it's a whole nother episode. Um, so yeah, so, and I kept hearing these great things about Cuba. And so I found a great flight um, on, and, and it was the more I read, the more I've, I discovered it wasn't as hard as I feared it would be. Mm-hmm. But it w- was going to require more work than other trips I took. Um, the other cool thing that I found out in my research was Cuba was one of the five safest countries for a woman to go to by herself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which, it, I mean, I, I didn't expect, but sure. I, it's totally true. Now, I will say... That is most likely physical safety. There is something about catcalling. I mean, sure. if you are a female uh, between the ages of eight and probably eighty-nine, oh, <laughs> it is equal opportunity. Even In other words, child? if you're a female, they're not ages. They're not ages. They're not ages. No, but and a child, eight-year-old, probably would, not that or young. Like Twelve, even probably like, like would... a teen. If, if, I would say after a woman looks, a girl looks womanly. But it's equal opportunity. Like, I look tore up from the floor. And it was still like, hey, lady. But it's not threatening. Would they say it in English? Or in Spanish, hey, lady. They would do both. (laughs) And um, and I had a key. Now, I, I will be really clear. My Spanish is on the level of a... A drunken three-year-old. <laughs> so, like, I'm what like, three? I'm trying like, to picture <laughs> this right now. It's a milk slurry, drunk three-year-old. Yeah, milk drunk three-year-old. <laughs> okay. So it's this sort of like, I want water big, and but I try to give myself really important phrases, mm. like my boyfriend's in the apartment, and so. My novia está en la hotel. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Um, and so that that came out really helpful. Yeah. But I mean, but it is. It's a really safe country, and I. For those of you who are listening, I am five foot one with big hair on a good day. <laughs> and so I'm not an intimidating person. So for me to be walking around at 1230 at night by myself, it wasn't really an issue. I find wow. you intimidating. Wow. I am. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's my ninja skills. Out of curiosity, do you remember what some of those other countries were that were safe for women traveling alone? I don't off the top of my head. Okay. I can make some up, though. <laughs> no. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I was just curious, but um, very interesting to learn for sure. Mm-hmm. So you went alone. So I went by myself. Okay. Um, and I, once I, I declared that, now that I made my decision to go relatively late. Like, I want to say February. Um, oh, wow. And yeah. I traveled the third week of March. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a little, you know, it, it required some hustling, but... A lot of things that most people would think are hard are actually relatively easy. Um, so I could still, I travel with Airbnb. So I was okay. able to make reservations through Airbnb. My flights, I mean, I flew out on JetBlue and back on Alaska Airlines. So nice. those parts were simple. Oh, wow. So And you essentially entered as a tourist? Mm-hmm. And these flights originated in the United States? Like you flew from California to Cuba? You had layovers? I flew from... L.A. to Orlando to Havana. Okay. And then hmm. coming back, it was Havana, Houston, L.A. Were the flights full? Uh, yeah, relatively full. Yeah? Yeah, not, I mean, not too painful, but, but yeah, okay. it was, it was definitely 
It was popular. It was your normal size planes. It wasn't like these little puddle jumpers. Sure. Yeah. So I actually, my sister went, but when she went, she had to do some weird, like she was doing an educational tour, which she wasn't. So they just like went to a museum and got like a certified document saying that they were there or something. Is that what you did? No. So I went in 2017. So that was... um, under our current president, but under our previous president's kind of policies. Role. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Um, so yes, there are, I believe, twelve different criteria that quantify that allow an American to travel to Cuba. Mm-hmm. The two most popular ones are um, educational mm-hmm. or uh, cultural exchange, person to person exchange. Okay. Um, and so I had read up on that about like what do you, what constitutes what do I need to gather or have. Um, the great thing is because I was staying in Airbnbs with locals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. There's my person-to-person exchange. Nice. Ah. I'm staying with. I'm staying with the people. Got it. Nice. And my understanding too was their immigration will allow you to opt out of receiving a stamp in case. It wasn't yes. like kosher, but, I, but, but I'm like, really? okay, I, I, I give it to me. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, yes, please. Okay, yeah. My um, sister was the same. That's so. Funny. Yeah. Um, but there is this sort of, there's a few things that you have to do on the front end, uh, especially for me flying individually. Um, when you're booking your flight, you also have to book, there's a special visa, but the visa sold with your, most airlines can sell oh. it themselves. Okay. But they can also charge whatever fee they want. Ah. Oh, so the same visa, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the baggage, you know, extra, ch- you know, check bag mm-hmm. policies and stuff. So, I mean, there were some really inexpensive fares that had outrageous fees for the visa and vice versa. So I had to I kind of shopped around that way. Hmm. The other thing is you want to make sure that you get the insurance included as well, because as an American going to a socialist country that is closed, um, our insurance doesn't work. Our banks don't work. So there was like another $15 to get access to insurance. And that comes into play later because I actually kind of broke the, I didn't break the law. My host (laughs) broke the law. Um, And I got to go in jail now. No, he's the Surgeon General of Cuba. Oh. <laughs> He'll be fine. He, he has connections. Okay. He has yeah, connections. Okay. But it's also kind of funny. Uh, or he, he was Chief Surgeon. It's some sort of funky wow. title. Mm-hmm. There's a fascinating story. Okay, yeah, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I got to go into the best hospital in Cuba to get medical attention. And I, I should have, as a tourist, gone to the tourist hospital. But now, you needed medical attention while you were abroad. I, I did. Wow. I, I, okay. Yeah. Was that intimidating? <laughs> Oh, not at all. Well, no, not when you're staying with the Surgeon General. <laughs> well, I, no. well, it was one of these. I needed him to. I, I, I. Oh gosh, it's such a crazy story. Um, and I'm going all over the place, so I apologize. But um, I was <laughs> We're covering all our bases. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So I, I started out my trip in Havana. Uh huh. Um, originally in central Havana, and then I spent a couple of days there. Then I went to um, Vedeta, which is a nicer place. And both two sections of Havana. Then I spent two days on the other side in Vinales. And in Vinales, and my apologies to anyone who speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. I know I'm really butchering this. Mm-hmm. But in Vinales, that's where the premier tobacco is grown for cigars mm-hmm. and oh, coffee okay. and all this stuff. Okay. So um, now, fun fact, uh, in between point A and point B, I took what they call a taxi collectivo. Now, we may think that Cuba <laughs> is this backwards country because they're socialists and they drive all these old cars but they actually invented uber way before we did they invented airbnb before we did wow um they're very (laughs) so a taxi collectivo is a group taxi and you can either call for one or you can signal for one by kind of doing this little hand signal on your (laughs) as cars pass by so i was in a taxi collectivo with um 
an emergency room doctor from New York City, a nurse from North Carolina, and a health practitioner from Canada. What? And, yeah. Oh <laughs> my Sounds like a bad joke. <laughs> but we go. Walk into a bar. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in my taxi collectivo. So we go out. It's like a, I forget, like th- at least a three or four hour drive. And we go to uh, we go um, to Vinales and split up. And I had booked a trip, a horseback riding trip um, from, you know, up to, let me see, we did the coffee plantation. We did the tobacco plantation. And then it was supposed to be a private lagoon Oh, okay. um, thing and it was just me and this adorable like 20 something year old Cuban guy who and I was old enough <laughs> to be his mom <laughs> I know. and I've never been on a horse so we're riding the horse up the ma- this mountain and uh, do the coffee plantation delightful fun approach the tobacco plantation and a dog spooks my horse and I get thrown from the horse <gasps> oh, no. and I knew right then oh. and there I broke my wrest and oh, I had no. this gnarly awful bruise on my back no, it didn't bruise them, but I was like, ooh, Jeez. that hurt. So everyone's worried because I'm an American and all this stuff. I'm like, whatever. So we do the coffee tour and then uh, or the tobacco tour. And then I went to the private lagoon, thank goodness, rinsed all of the With ick. the broken wrist. With the broken, not realizing it's broken, but knowing like I've broken bones before. I'm like, this is very not good. Yeah. So then I've got to ride the horse back down the mountain. Oh, and oh, I look God. at the horse oh, and I'm like, gosh. look, you and I both want the same thing. <laughs> Me and you off your back. So let's work together on this. So I take the horse down, um, down the mountain. And, I sh- you know, I, now, by now my hand's swelling up yeah. and my back is looking pretty gnarly. Um, and I ask for an ace bandage, but my hostess didn't have one. But I, she gave me some ice. I go into town for dinner. There's nothing I can do. The swelling's got to go down. No one can set anything. And now it's dark. And who do I run into but the folks from my taxi collectivo. Okay. An emergency nice. room doctor, okay. a nurse, wow. and a healthcare. Nice. And they were tra- traveling separately. So I show them my, my hand, and they're like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> okay. It might be broken, but we don't know. And then I show them my back, and they're like, ugh. Oh, my um, God. That was, that's a whole other fun story. But anyways, the next day, I take the t- a n- different ta- taxi collectivo back to Havana. And in that place... I was staying with this chief surgeon. And so I asked him. Yeah. Well, yeah. No kidding. I mean, the universe looks out for me. So mm-hmm. I asked him, I'm like, do you have an ACE bandage? And he says, why? And I show him my hand. He's like, ooh. <laughs> he's like, you probably broke it. And then I show him my back. And he's like, I'm really concerned about that because where you fell is right near your kidneys and you could have internal bleeding. Oh, Yikes. my gosh. So I'm like, well, that would suck. This is kind of like being hit by an ambulance. So it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, you know, you've been hit, but you got medical attention close by. Yeah, it so. was. Yeah, it, it could have been much worse. So he goes, I'd really, I'd really like to take you to my hospital so we can have you looked over. And I'm like, okay, no problem. So we get in his car. Within one hour, I have I I he walks me in the back door. I get um, checked in. I get my hand X-rayed, my hand set, and I he does an ultrasound on my back. And good news, I didn't have internal bleeding. And then we're back at the house. And he goes, Lee, I want you to know you're the only person who's ever been able to do this. And I'm thinking Airbnb guest. Mm-hmm. And he says, No. You, no Americans are allowed in my hospital without a, without an academic visa. As a matter of oh. fact, when Janet Napolitano was here a few months ago, she had to get an academic visa. Wow. And I went, well, I'm going to tell Janet when I go back. So, yeah. So, uh, that was kind of an interesting... So, I got to see... And their healthcare is... It's, it was fattened of its... I mean, literally, my admission slip was a piece of paper. I don't know. Probably the size of a personal check. Um 
And all they asked me is like my name and my age. And I was able to say that in Spanish. She goes, no, 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 no. You just said 45. And I'm like, I I, I am 45. Today's my birthday. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, you look good. <laughs> so I'm like, that's, I, was, I had got that going for me. Um, but that's why I went was not to tour Cuban healthcare, but because yeah. it was a fascinating place I wanted to explore on my own. I wonder wow. how the um, hospital would have looked like for Americans if it's like run like run down or like um, if they it, make it a big difference. It was interesting. It was definitely more. I would say, and this is like one of their premier hospitals. More, I would say, period, probably circa seventies. Mm. Okay, um, definitely more laid back, but. I mean, and granted, I'm an American there, so and I'm there with the chief surgeons, yeah. so I got attention really quick. Right. But there were so few hoops. Like, yeah. imagine when you go to the doctor and you've oh got to sign God. the same forms over and over again, and you've got to give the same information. Like, this was just, like, literally, like, name, age, what's wrong? Okay, great. Let's get you in, get you out, and that's it. Wow. So there's something to be said for that. Yeah. But it was very casual. Sure. Like, I'm watching people, like, you know, like... I mean, doctors and stuff pulling, like, a candy bar out of their pocket. And <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, all right, well, you know. Oh there we God. go. And I will say this. So, okay, so fa- flash, going backwards to the cat calling, um, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was interesting because as soon as I got – now, my cast was very um, basic. It looked like a lot of ga- – and I had, like, a, this gauze strap that went around my shoulder and stuff um, – the cat calling stopped. So I think they recognized, like... You were I think, injured. How wounded. Yeah, not necessarily injured, but now I look like a local. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not nearly as attractive, I guess, because I'm not as much fun. So, but that was... Oh like, that was I'm like, oh, who knew? <laughs> Damaged goods gets you a little bit... Wow. Oh, so yeah, funny. but that, but I, I mean, it, it didn't hold me back at all. And Cuba is not the only place I've injured myself. <laughs> oh, <geez>. no. <laughs> wow. Oh, and then, dare I ask, how did you pay for it? I didn't. It's socialized medicine. Socialized so that's, medicine. It's yeah. socialized medicine, so it's free for anyone. You've been tourists. It, well, no, I wasn't only, supposed to be. Like I was, right. I was being treated as a local. She, only if yeah. you were friends with the, with the chief surgeon. surgeon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but there is a hospital for, and that's why I had to get the special insurance right. yeah. for fifteen dollars, and that would have allowed me to go to the the tourist hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a big, you know, and uh, there's a l- big difference between. Tourists and locals, mm-hmm. especially in Havana. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that hospital was more like, you know, what we see Paperwork. in Grey's Anatomy and stuff. <laughs> so uh, let's back up a little bit. I know. I went all over the so, place on you. So, you know, we, we see so many pictures of um, Cuba. Tell us what your impression of is. when. Okay, let's say you got out of the airport and you make it into the city. You know, tell us what's what's your experience. What was your impression? Tell us about the colors or lack of colors or what what did you think? Oh, okay, uh, definitely more, and not just the old cars that you see um, and pass uh, you know, in all of their pictures. But I mean, it kind of reminded me of Eastern Russia. Um, which is such a weird thing. But it's like you're in a place that is trapped in the 60s. Like it's a mm-hmm. lot of 60s buildings, tall, double-loaded corridors, stuff like that. Um, it's like it's, a James Bond film with Sean Connery in it. Is it yeah. like, <laughs> so my family's Polish, and in Poland it was uh-huh. under, you know, communism for a while. Uh-huh. So they would build up these communist blocks, they would call them. So just like super tall apartments with no color, just gray cement blocks is that yeah. how it is they have concrete there? buildings like that in- oh yeah i mean but there's, oh. there's these big buildings yeah these huge 
build because it well Havana's a, the, the capital city, so they've got like a ton of people there. Um, but they were also smaller buildings. Um, once I got into especially Centro, um, Central, which is one of the three districts, um, one, you see this fascinating shift because people will have these homes and the front of their home, like imagine your living room. Um, would be these different businesses. And mm-hmm. I, I say business, but that's a really loose term. So somebody might be serving, like they'll have like a window, like imagine you're going to an ice cream counter, they would have a window and they might be serving freshly pressed juice and that's it. Or they could be serving coffee, which comes in like a thimble or it's <laughs> wow. watch repair or bike repair. Or, I mean, it's literally, you know, and then you can like look over this, this and then see people hanging out in the rest of their house. Wow. Um, it's, wow. So it's, it, it's it, and that was crazy. Uh, not crazy, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're right by the ocean. And so you have the Malacan, you know, the wall and all that. And it's, it's so vibrant and especially as the the sun goes down this you you hear more music you hear people you see stuff you smell this amazing street food i mean it's it's exhilarating so even though like growing up in america cuba felt off limits i think of it as like there must not be tourists but then my husband went to college in canada and he said that's canadian's biggest spring break destination so there must still be tourists teeming everywhere uh, All yeah. around the world, people were continuing to go to Cuba, yeah. with the exception of the United States. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the only yeah. ones that were like kind of banned. Right. Sure. I get it. But I guess my point is just that it's it's still a huge destination for people. It's a Caribbean island. So yeah. it must, yeah. I mean, it's full with of good cigars. And, yeah. And yeah. you can escape Americans. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> True. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. So when you were preparing for the trip, I guess, or at the start of mm-hmm. your trip, what was so i there's two currencies in cuba is that true or like and then you said you couldn't get bring your own credit card it had to be like a non-us bank card or something like that how yeah. did you pay for so things? visa is not everywhere you want yeah. to be yeah, yeah unless it's issued what? by like another bank yeah. yeah okay so that was a trip because i am the queen of plastic um and but i i researched ahead of time so um and what you base it's a closed currency so unlike other places you can't get the currency in advance um, and hmm. it was recommended because if you exchange American dollars, there's a 10% tax. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. So what I what I basically read about was you bring another currency. So before I <laughs> left. Cases. Yeah. Bring pieces. So I brought euros and pound with me. Okay. Oh. And then I had an extra hundred bucks of American just in case. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of the so that's and that's it that's all my monies. Sorry, how <laughs> much oh money God. did you bring? Cash. Ah, uh, this was I probably brought maybe a thousand dollars total. Wow. For how many days? Uh, seven days. Did but you? My use Airbnb all of it? was all set. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty much all of it. I mean, I kept some so I could. I mean, there might be some currency. What is uh, their currency? Um, they call it Cook and Coop. Okay. So, and which is a trip because one is the lo- so it's a socialist country with a, and they try to distinguish between tourists and and locals. Oh so um the kook, I want to believe it's it's C U C. That's the local currency. Okay. And then there's the coop which is the tourist currency. So Whoa. if I'm going to go buy some and then it's like at the time it was like 23 kook for every one coop. Oh, oh my gosh. So I can't at do it. any given point, <laughs> oh I God. had like five currencies going. <gasps> oh, so, because I mean, I had no. my, yeah, so what well, I had. I wonder why they did that. Why they like separated. Because local people get paid in the local currency. And so it, 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 it makes it harder for them if, if it was just one currency and here comes a tour, you know, an American tourist or any sort of tourist with a 
ton of money and the locals don't make that much, it drives prices up. And so they can't afford things. Mm. So if the local currency is only for the locals, you can charge less money. And then in theory, a tourist isn't good. Like a tourist isn't going to buy street food. Yeah, they're getting charged more. But I kind of like being when I travel, I like to be like a local. Mm -hmm. So I had both currencies with me so I could do kind of like locally things. So how did you get get both? So when you exchange money, um, you can you can exchange. So I would bring my euros or my pound, and I would exchange those for mostly tourist dollars, and then I'd get a certain percentage of local dollars. Interesting. Mm. So yeah, and so like the one of my favorite things to eat um, were these. They call them pizzas. It's (laughs) like yeah, Papa John's and. Domino's has nothing to worry about. It's a piece of dough <laughs> with like ketchup, um, and then a, a barely sprinkling of cheese. Uh, but it, for like, f- okay, so that was like fifteen local dollars, which came out to like maybe fifty cents. What? Oh. Yeah. So it was crazy. So was it yeah. really ketchup? It wasn't necessarily ketchup, but it wasn't tomato Fair sauce. Enough, yeah. It was. It was pretty limited. Ground ground beetles. <laughs> yeah. so, so in Cuba, can you s- tell that it's very poor? there uh, like is there a very big like either you're super super rich there or they're super super poor um there's definitely a middle okay so i when i was doing my research i was advised you know a lot of people said you should out of those three districts most pe- most tourists stay in either old havana which is where like all of the museums and the mm-hmm. capital and all that are mm-hmm. or they'd stay in vedado which is kind of like imagine miami Okay. You know, it has a very Miami feel. And then there's Centro, and that's where a lot of locals stay. So I stayed in Centro, um, and it definitely felt more edgy. So um, I had one of the pictures I was looking at recently, like they were tearing up this road, and it's just like there is, like, there's there's just no road. <laughs> like, it's just Jeez. gone. Yeah. And I mean, so, and people are walking around, and it's in this open, huge thing and people are just kind of walking around it and stuff like that so it's so the central part part feels gritty but super i, I liked it it's very local mm-hmm. and authentic and then i chose not to stay in old havana only because it felt too touristy but i visited it then i stayed in vedado um both for for two times and it was interesting because i don't know any i don't know spanish um mm-hmm. and my airbnb my first one um so I was there, and then I went to Vanales, and then I came back. They were neighbors, and I didn't even realize it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh. I'm like, I know this neighborhood. This yeah. is awesome. Um, but yeah, it's. I would say more of the upper, like the middle class, is probably living in Vedado, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, because it is an up and coming, really pretty place. So nice. yeah. Do they speak English there pretty well, or is it limited? Rare? Uh, my my air all of my Airbnb hosts spoke English, um, and especially the last one because that that chief surgeon I was mentioning, he just happened to be connected to the UC Cuba program wow. and wow. knew a bunch of people at UCI. Wow! And, so that, and I didn't even know that when I was there, so it was super fun because he's like, "Well, do you know Raúl Fernandez?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" He goes, "He gave me that you know that that wow. painting in my living room." And have wow. you ever met Bill Maurer? And I'm like, "I love Bill Maurer." He's like, "Oh." Yeah. So that was That's kind of a fun little funny. bonus. Um, but yeah, people spoke English, but for the most part, when I was when I wasn't in my Airbnbs, I needed to speak Spanish, and my Spanish is remedial. Um, but I, I was speaking it so much that I started dreaming in Spanish. Oh wow! Um, and okay. I've traveled to a bunch of Spanish countries, and usually if I pantomime enough, I can get by. But this one, I really <laughs> needed to needed like to, yeah. think and concentrate. Wow. How long were you in Cuba? About seven days. Okay, so yeah, about seven days. Yeah, so it was was a good amount of time. And whenever I travel, I try to 
like make anchor myself in one spot, mm-hmm. go away somewhere else, and then come back. So I bookend my trip in one primary place. I see. Yeah, that's why I picked Havana. Uh, but there's so many other places to see, and it was really, really hard for me not to like want to wander about. But yeah. you, but then again, you're. I mean, you could take the bus, you could take the train, you could take a taxi collectivo. But it's yeah, you got to space yourself out well. The taxi collectivo was that like one of the old school cars too, like the '50s style, or um, some mo- some of them kind of were. I mean, they were all of the cars. I mean, you're not going to see any modern cars there yeah. at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I think maybe I saw an '80s car. But wow. why is that? Because I mean, can't Japan and Korea still do business with them? They make but cars. Lo- but th- once again, the locals don't have that much money. Mm. Um, and so but that's why the the industry like you see so many classic cars there is that people will will they make their own parts to yeah keep those they do they manu- it, it's amazing what yeah. they do they go to great lengths to keep their cars going or, and it's not just their cars it's their shoes it's everything so one of the things that I read about is bring an old pair you know bring old shoes with you or bring old things with you mm-hmm. because people they will like people would leave bags uh like imagine like what you would donate to goodwill mm-hmm. in a park. I would, because I jog in the morning. I jog and I'd see a bag there, and then when I jog back, it'd be gone. Mm. So as I was packing oh. my stuff, I knew I I ran out of room, so I just left my running shoes behind. Wow. Um, and that's what they said. It's like you know, pack stuff that you'd be totally okay letting get letting go because somebody they will they will reuse it. Okay. Oh. I mean, I've been There's to original very green country. Yeah, I've been to yeah. a very impoverished places um, that were socialist, but. You know, being that they're an island, I'm sure there are so many more obstacles to the importing. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I'm just curious. Cuba is very fascinating because even though we haven't done business with them, other people have. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very interesting to hear how they're getting along and what's going on still. Mm-hmm. So it just must be so fascinating to see this place that's just like a step back in time almost. It is. Yeah. It really is, and it's not just the cars. It's the architecture. It's mm. the the engage the way people engage with each other. Yeah. I mean, and you think about it like technology i mean we all have i mean everybody around this table has a cell phone Mm -hmm. um and not every household has internet yeah very few homes have even internet Mm -hmm. so it's i mean it's you really are more present in that in that time sure does cuba have facebook or instagram i google i use i know china doesn't yeah i i was able so um so I did bring my cell phone with me because um, that's how I take pictures, like most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would do is I would go. So um, you can access as a tourist, you can access Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi in two different ways. In the hotel you're staying at, some hotels offer it, um, but for me, they have these parks, and they are Wi-Fi parks, and you know it because as night falls, it usually didn't happen in the day. It was mostly as it, it dusk happened. You'd hear pe- people saying Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. And because what locals can do is locals can buy these Wi-Fi cards. And, s- and what they do is they sell them um, for like, a, it came out to like a dollar for an hour. Um, or maybe I think the most I spent was $3. So I buy a Wi-Fi card and then I would upload pictures or updates to Facebook and Instagram. So my family knew I was alive. Yeah. Um, wow. But in, in, yeah, and that was also great because I would only spend an hour on my phone, period. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then I'm out doing more fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the food. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or drink. drinking. This is what yeah. we came for. <laughs> okay. The okay. Everything is amazing. Um. And and I did both. I did. I I eat a lot of street food. I trust it. Uh, I've I've only been steered wrong once, and that was not in Cuba. Um. I love. I mean, the rum is good. 
I'm not a big rum drinker, but I did bring lots of. I, t- I went. To, I did a rum tasting. That was fun. Nice. I brought a lot back. I mean, I wish I had the picture of me on my last day because here I'm with this broken hand. <laughs> oh, I have a backpack no. on, oh, and no, I have I'm about. To carry all <laughs> yeah, I had seven bottles of rum, five <laughs> things of coffee. I had three hundred dollars wow. worth of cigars. So I told oh, you about that. Like I had people who are were you allowed to bring all, those back? Yeah, I was yes, about to ask. certain oh, amounts. Yeah. You can't bring like you're not like you can't be bringing import importing. Amount. Okay. Um, but yeah, I brought three hundred. You know, dollars or sounds like importing to me. It's but. not. But the thing okay. is, and in, in there, like that's it. It was a bunch of it was a bunch of cigars. But here, I mean, that was easily like maybe about eight hundred dollars worth. Wow. Um, and you well, don't then, even smoke. I don't yeah. even smoke. <laughs> yeah. But did you literally. try a cigar while you were there? I did. Okay. I did try one. I'm not, and I've smoked a cigar before. I mean, but yeah. this was like freshly. This was at the uh, tobacco plantation oh. after I got thrown right. from the thing. <laughs> um, and they dipped it in honey. It was really cool. <gasps> Ooh, it was really really neat. I could be convinced. Um, oh, they ham sandwiches, um, ice cream. Oh my gosh! So they would serve ice. <laughs> yes. I, I'm a total ice cream. Okay, me yeah, too. I was going to say we have to let everyone know <laughs> that with ice you cream. love ice cream. <laughs> she tries every ice cream shop. You send. Yes. I send like all the ice cream shops that I know over to Lee. Like if I see a new one, I send her pictures and it's like right you gotta go try you. this one. Yes. So yeah, I'm kind of a nut for that, and that's another reason. I mean, so they would you could get like this huge thing of soft serve ice cream for like ten, like, oh. like yeah, like the equivalent of maybe twenty five cents. Wow! So oh I just kind of get in line over and over. And over. I mean, it's, you know, it's <laughs> not putting Ben and Jerry's flavors. out of business. It's a yeah. true, true chocolate. It was mostly soft serve. Okay. Hmm. Is it true that you can't get a lot of beef in in Cuba? It depends. There, there was, um, there were beef dishes a lot. There were some more pork uh, and chicken. chicken right. They're cheaper. They're more mobile. Yeah. Um, plus, that you have the Spanish influence, and you know, because right. of Spain, you have a lot of ham and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Isn't a Cubano what we know is a Cubano sandwich? <gasps> it's like ham and cheese. Ham, pork, like a Swiss cheese, and like a mustard. Oh, and okay. pickle. And a pickle. And a pickle. Oh, don't okay. forget the pickle. And it's on a baguette, mm. and it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. If it's done Wild right, one. it's... Yes. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Okay. And ice cream. I went to... Oh, my gosh. What's the name of the place? Because the first place I stayed, there's a cafeteria. Uh, the 31 name Flavors. <laughs> it, it was a place that people literally would wait like two or three hours to go wow. to. And yeah, I managed no, to... Like, my first day was kind of rainy and drizzly, so I only waited like 45 minutes. But oh I had read God. in my guides... Um, this, you got to check this place out, and I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this. So I'm, you know, kind of tooling around and observing things, and mm-hmm. it was super. And it was good for it, you. I don't have the patience for that. Oh yeah. Well, there was no. So was like, it amazing? It was, it was cool. I had no real idea what I was ordering because yeah. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. But it was like these little tiny scoops, and so I just kind of listened to what everyone else is getting. Yeah. Um, same thing with oh my gosh, uh, bakery. I would, I learned that on my morning jogs, I'd pay attention. Like the bakeries were usually blue buildings. Um, and I kind of looked the ones that had the most old ladies in front, mm. and I would that that's got to be a good. I mean, yeah. that's Yelp right there. No, awesome. so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to that one, and then I just watch and see what they were ordering, and then I point and give my money, and yeah, ate a lot of bread. I carved big time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, yeah, and mojitos. Uh, what else? But the coffee was good. The coffee gets like you get these little tiny like it's. Like espresso it's like an espresso somewhere? sort of thing kind of sweet you can get it with milk um, and those were good and, and once again you a lot of times you just buy them out of people's homes wow 
So that's yeah, crazy. tell us about that. So, so I understand the um, the allow a certain amount of commerce, mm-hmm. and people will run small restaurants in their homes, and they'll mm-hmm. run little ch- shops. I think you kind of touched upon that when people you're saying like, oh, someone might be a watchmaker in someone's living room. Could yeah. you tell us more about you know your experience with that? Yeah, imagine like 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 most times they would either have like a special door, like rolling door, as a part of their house, or a a a, a half cut window or something like that so you see in and it literally is like you're watching the rest of their life like kids sitting on the couch watching cartoons Mm -hmm. and then the other half of their house is you know maybe two or three tables um and the other thing that like i said alluded to earlier is the i think it's called paladores where it's kind of like the precursor to airbnb like you could be approved to rent a room in your home and you know it because there's like a little sticker on the outside of the house that says that they're approved to be this sort of place um and all the places i stayed also had that sticker Mm -hmm. um but they were doing that long before airbnb figured that sucker out or couch surfing so I have to say, I just came across this tweet, and it was totally coincidental. I saw this last night, and it was about Cuba. Um, I haven't fact-checked this, but it says that Cuba had a lung cancer vaccine that we don't have access to in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because we sanctioned Cuba. Cuba eliminated HIV transmission from mother to child, and Cuba has a literacy rate of nearly 80, 98%. 98%. Yeah, I heard that. That's the <clears throat> literacy rate, they, for sure. They have like a... It's amazing. Um, Every everybody goes to school from something like five or six to something like fifteen. Okay. So every is one hundred percent literacy. I mean, well, for all mm. practical purposes, one hundred percent literacy. It's just there. crazy. Cuba has been so far advanced beyond us in some ways. But then you also have to know if that if that's really true because they could. I mean. No one's fact-checking them, right? Because mm-hmm. no one's, like, going to Cuba and checking this out. But that's the thing. True. I think, I, I don't know. I'm not a politician. But, like, just because America isn't, like, you know, uh, cooperating with them, yeah. other places are. Yeah, like, they're so still why developed. We, like, yeah, that's a political question I can't yeah. answer. Yeah. But but the healthcare yeah. I got was great. So Good. Yeah, by the time I came mm-hmm. back and had my sports medicine guy look at my hand, he's like, yeah, pretty much they said it right. Good nice. job. Nice. Wow. Well, if I didn't want to visit before, I certainly do now. And they have lots of flamingos there? Um, what? <laughs> yeah, I like saw it as one of the facts. They have like the most flamingos. Hey. Did Probably, you see any? Or? Um, I, I, I didn't see any in the wild. I would imagine at the Tropicana, because the Tropicana does all of these shit. Like, they have nightly shows every night, or because it's a Did you go? Show. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. Because I, I was so... I, I, I would tell myself I would and then I found by the time I looked at what time it was I missed the show or I was Aww. wandering around um, I was in the Tropicana show Ooh. when I was younger in Vegas in Las Vegas <laughs> but still yeah. when I was like six or seven I was like on the float with like the feathers and everything it's amazing yeah. wow so I had a little little preview <laughs> But it's a thing. Like people will talk. Like people come here and go to Disney. You know, and when they're a lot of t- popular tourists, yeah, you know, it's a popular tourist attraction. Just like going to the Floridita, um, which is w- the bar and restaurant that Hemingway made famous. Oh, wow. so I mean, everybody's going there. Like you can see this huge long line. I'm like, oh, well, that's where that is. Did you go to a? I mean, so now you've talked a little bit about food. You've talked about going to see the rum or seeing some uh-huh. factories. Um, so did you do through those through tours or? No, the only tour I did was that one. Um, in Vanales to go and where I got thrown by the horse everything okay. else I kind of did on my own or I mean the rum tour the rum tasting was pretty easy because I just found the um, 
one of the, the major rum sellers mm-hmm. uh, and then just kind of went in and they had like a little information kind of tour. I also did the Museum of Chocolate. That oh. was really good. Oh, yeah. Now, <clears throat> I, I it, I'm going to air quote the museum. <laughs> um, like, don't imagine like you're going to anything huge, but it's it's kind of like a really cool tasting room that gives you facts so you feel like you're slightly smarter. Nice. 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 Fine by me. There must be free chocolate, though, right? There was free so, chocolate. That's all I need. <laughs> and, it, and it was high quality, too. So I'm like, this is great. And, you know, they, they had a blast. Did, Did you, you have to, to book oh. in advance? Or no. once you got there, you uh, booked everything? I just, uh, I didn't, the only thing I booked was my Airbnbs in advance, and that was it. Okay. Um, everything else was fairly easy. Mm. So, nice. yeah. Did you go to um, any other museums or more, like, state Run museums? Were there state-run museums? There are. There, are, there's a museum of Re- the revolution. There is some things to see in the Capitol building. The Capitol building was getting was under renovation while I was there. Um, I did do a couple of museums. I kind of walked in. I'd have to double check which ones I did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did some. Oh, definitely art. Oh my gosh, the art was just crazy mm. cool. Um, yeah, and there's this one built like area this park where or this plaza where all of these artists are i mean of different mediums are doing their thing and selling them or teaching classes and things like that and that's down in um old havana in the kind of the touristy area on saturdays and that was neat well i haven't heard you once mentioned the beach and it's an island yeah Yeah. i was gonna say so where (laughs) the beaches fit into this i um in Havana, you can walk along the Malecon and you're like right there looking at the beach. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that beautiful crystal white sand. Okay. Um, it's kind of rough, um, but you can take a quick taxi ride, not even 20 minutes away, and you are in these gorgeous, I mean, pristine beaches. Mm. And even outside of Havana, I mean, there's just... I mean, that's the stuff that I was reading about and trying to decide what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but amazing beaches all over. Okay. Is it clear water or not so much? Not so much. Well, in March, by Havana, not so much. Uh, but I did hear that just outside the city, it was much you know, it, it was mm. much better. Um, and then, I, yeah, I made the conscious decision because I do live in Southern California. Yeah. I'm like, I get beaches <laughs> all the time. So what can I not see when I'm at home? Yeah, it's, that's a good way to think of it. Um, okay, you mentioned the Malacon. I don't know if everyone else knows what this is. I don't, but mm-hmm. it's a wall. So is it just like the city wall or what is it? Yeah, it's a giant wall. Okay, so um, on one end of Havana, because it is a major, it's their capital city and all mm-hmm. that, you can actually see the the, the ruins or the, 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 they've been rebuilding it, I think, for decades. So it's it's in progress, kind of like projects sometimes in Southern California <laughs> um, that they've been redoing. And so it, it's a major, the Malacon itself is a wall that kind of it keeps the ocean spray out of the, their main road. Okay. Oh. Um, and the Malacon is, the, is actually kind of the, the People talk about both the road, the road that it is paralleling the the wall, um, but on one far end you have this huge structure that you, you can imagine it a hundred years ago, you know, being um, staffed with all of you know the military and stuff like that to keep an eye out. There's also a jail out there or prison, mm-hmm. um, and then that follows all the way down. Um, I used to walk it every day and jo- or jog it. The sidewalks are kind of sketch. Um, and then, yeah, it was it was great. And then at the farthest end is this gorgeous hotel. 
Um, that is just, I mean, it was breathtaking. It's up on this hill overlooking the water. Um, and they're currently, or I say currently, as of three years ago, um, they were redoing a lot of the hotels and stuff along the Malacan because more people, because more tourists right. were coming. Mm. Um, because they were more um, vintage. Mm. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. And so you were there in March. What was the weather like? The weather was great. I mean, it was, I mean, I lucked out. I only had like one day of drizzle. Um, It was, I was in either shorts or um, running skirts and really comfortable. Humid? Uh, Slightly, but not that bad. But I also lived in Louisiana for a while. So it has to be super, like. (laughs) For you to notice it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is totally not that bad. Um, But I would say it's. Bugs? No, I, in the city, not so many. I didn't see that many bugs. And even in Vanales, I didn't see that many bugs. Um, it was comfortable. I would liken it to being in Southern, beautiful Southern California. Oh, nice. Okay. Except a lot of really fun, like a lot more um, <laughs> seasoned or um, edgy. Yeah, edgy. yeah. It definitely was not Orange County. <laughs> not Orange County. So um, when you're walking around, is there lots of like military standing around everywhere or lots of police like you're kind of feeling watched i'm only saying this because this is how i felt when i was in china um no not so i mean and when i was in the airport yes i mean mm-hmm. assault rifles the whole nine yards yeah um i felt safe um and there definitely was a police presence along the malacan on the weekends and at night but that's mm-hmm. i mean imagine at night on the you know on the weekends uh, people are just pouring out there and hanging out by the yeah. beach. Yeah. And there's music and there's drinking and all. I mean, because there's no open container laws, so you've just got your beer and stuff going. Really? So there's yeah. definitely, a, there was a strong military, and I mean, okay. it wasn't police presence. It was a military presence with dogs with muzzles in the oh, whole nine wow. yards wow. Um, to keep people in line. But, I mean, you're talking thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I felt safe um, and I, I've been to other countries. Like I definitely saw more military and police in in Bogota than I ever did in, really? in Havana. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, all everywhere, every corner, all, all yeah. And that was where I went a year later. And the reason why I went to um, Colombia was because a friend of mine um, said everything you loved about Cuba you'll find in Colombia, but Colombia is going to get developed. We Westerners are going to screw that one up. Um, so go see that now while you can. Oh, no. So, oh, no. So I did. And so it's amazing. Do the people of Cuba kind of like it that there's tourists coming? Or are they kind of yeah, more like... Yeah, what's the like, general feeling towards yeah. tourists? Um, well, in, the ca- in, in Havana, for sure, they love it. I mean, everybody was happy to see me because I'm bringing money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they definitely cater to that. I mean, there were a lot of... I mean, I don't... I didn't experience anything negative. Anything I... People were... And that's, I think, the beauty of being a woman who travels by herself. I feel like the, the world opens up in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I had people who were... You know, who... There was this one night I was... It was probably like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm out walking the Malacan... And this guy came up, totally nice guy, older guy, came and enjoyed a drink with me and all this stuff. And we were talking about the States versus, he had been, visited the States a few times um, and and stuff like that. And it was just it, it, enjoyable. Okay, good. Yeah. Friendly. Good. Super friendly. I mean, my best, you know, all my hosts with Airbnb were, I mean, look, the guy brought me to the hospital yeah. and snuck yeah. me in the back door, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of totally. cool. Yeah. Okay, Um, about sanitation, because every time I go to a different country, I'm always like, what are the Uh, bathrooms like? Should we drink the tap water? (laughs) So (laughs) what's it like in Cuba? Um, Bathrooms, I mean, the bathrooms are fine. I mean, I... I've traveled in countries where there were no toilets, mm-hmm. so my baseline is a little, probably a little bit different than some travelers. Sure. Um, 
but all the bathrooms had toilets. Okay. Uh, right. Western style toilets. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I mean, for anybody who's traveled in places where there aren't Western style yeah. toilets, uh, Western style toilets. Um, um, trying to think, uh, did I drink the water? Yeah, sometimes I drank the water. Sometimes, the water but a must lot of be t- okay being an island, right? Uh, Am I crazy? Well, no, no, not all islands. So you, do you drink it from the faucet? I drank it from the. I mean, there were a couple of times I've, I would fill up my water bottles mm-hmm. from the okay. faucet. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I went to Santorini, well, my friend tried to order tap water, and the man straight oh. up said, "You don't drink tap water in Santorini." Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Okay. So, yeah. There's places all over, mm-hmm. but it's still sure. Terrible. Yeah, okay. but I mean, I did both. Okay. You were fine. Yeah, and I was fine. Yeah, I didn't grow a tail or anything like that. Yeah, that's um, all we ask for. <laughs> no, so that was good. I'd ask for a few more things, but that's a good one. <laughs> all right, good to know. Wow. Have you ever seen the movie Captain Ron? This is from like the nineties. No, I d- I'm familiar with it. It had um, what's his face who dated Goldie or was yeah, with Kurt Goldie Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Martin Short. Uh huh. And I think it's hysterical. It's one of my favorite movies. And they happen to end up in Cuba like uh-huh. accidentally. And I wanted huh. to know if that looks familiar, but you haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, well, you'll have to watch it now. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure they filmed on location or anything, uh-huh. but maybe you can see if the vibe was right. So. I, I will say um, one of the surprising facts that I learned about Cuba that I didn't realize is how big the jazz um, oh. culture is there. Yes. Jazz is yes. ginormous there. Mm-hmm. And they are, and some of the clubs are jazz snobs. Oh and my that God. was delightful. Because oh, wow. um, I love live music um, and I enjoy jazz. Mm-hmm. And and to hear, I mean, and you hear other, you know, fun types of music as well. But I had, I went there not expecting a, a music um, type that is so American being so embraced and mm-hmm. done so well in Cuba. And what about baseball? Because they're huge baseball players. They huge are? baseball players. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We huge get a lot of players. That's where from all Cuba. the players come from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jose they're Venezuela, all that. Yeah. Colombia, yeah. Dominican yeah, yeah. Republic, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Were there like baseball fields around? Were there, there were baseball games? fields um, out in the uh, outer part. I remember seeing those. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see any games, okay. but I also wasn't looking for it because baseball's sure. not my sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and soccer's big there, of course. Sure. Because um, yeah, okay. I saw a lot of like pickup soccer games and okay. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this really cool. Speaking of athletics, I was out along the Malacon, and then one day I saw this hundred, hundred something people. Um, it was like a group Zumba class. I, it wasn't <laughs> Zumba, but it was definitely That's like a my group. jam. Like yeah, dance. all these people <laughs> doing this like really fun, like jazzy kind of dance so, workout. So yeah. and it was all ages. All oh, wow. sizes, awesome. and it okay. was just like this fun. You know, it, it's got to be the local community. Like, okay, we're going to go to the park, and, and, and I mean, a stage with like you know, magnific, you know, like amplification, the whole nine yards. Wow. It was awesome. Wow. It was so much fun. fun. I'm like, huh? I found, and so then I kind of joined, and, and I just joined <laughs> in, and you know, no nice. one's asking you. And you, know, did you enroll in this now? <laughs> you just kind of do did it. You pay your fee yet? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. oh that sounds fabulous. Oh, well, I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's a heck of a, a podcast for today. So do we have any like last second questions or anything that we should have asked for like that people should know before they go? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I would probably say a couple of things. I mean, definitely bring more cash than you think you're going to need and okay. bring you know, all that. That's every vacation. You every vacation. <laughs> but this one, you don't have Visa or MasterCard or Discover or MX to back you up. Um, the other one is if you choose to mail anything to back to the States... 
don't mail anything you really, really want. Um, mm. My postcards took six to nine months what? to come back. Considering so, it's 90 miles away from the coast of from, Florida. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Literally. They sent so, it by slow boat. <laughs> yeah, and who knows where, like, maybe it was our country who kind of said, like, we got to wait and see. On the, I mean, but these were yeah. postcards. It wasn't even, like, a box. Right. So don't Jeez, mail imagine anything imagine a box that takes, oh like, my two gosh. years. It'd yeah, be like a time ever. capsule. <laughs> like, wow. wow. Um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, y- yes, you can bring back, you know, cigars and rum and coffee coffee and all that and oh my god the cot yeah the coffee was great so so would recommend highly recommend it takes more it's not the easiest trip to plan Mm -hmm. but it 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 was amazing and i would Mm -hmm. go back there in a heartbeat and you said you can do it for airbnb so just like for our app we have here i made all my because what they do i think the way that they do it is that the point of contact Mm -hmm. is in the states usually in florida and Uh, they're communicating with the person on site and so like there's got to be some sort of communication that way yeah but i I made all my airbnbs in advance which i don't which I don't always do. <laughs> Sometimes it's on the spot. But yeah, that was since I was going to Cuba and I knew I wouldn't have con- you know, consistent Wi-Fi. Yeah. But and, yeah, they were, they were so nice. So, so nice. Awesome. I mean, one of my hostesses, because she knew it was my birthday, <laughs> actually, dro- like she didn't live on site, um, but she drove out like 20 minutes to give me a gift. She gave me some some skin lotion. Oh and my stuff. God. And I'm like, like, that kind of, yeah. That's you know, so nice. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was super sweet. Yeah. So. I, you know, one line. Can was, can you mention anything? Was there any local products that you found interesting, oh, like lotions yeah. or you know, like Cuba specific? W- yeah, that's Cuban specific. That wasn't cigars sugar. or yeah, <laughs> yeah. sugar um, scripts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, something that I really really loved. Um, Do they have sugar cane fields there? They have sugar cane fields there. Well, they have rum. So yeah, they've got. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rum was really good. A pretty big the, exporter of sugar, right yeah. to Europe. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, I would. I mean, the local foods were so good, and I, if I could have just like put some of those, I mean, other than you know, <laughs> don't that, mail it. Yeah, don't mail. Yeah. it. The, I mean, yeah, the bread was so amazing. <sighs> I would probably say, oh man, I, that's a tough one. Um, other the coffee, I think people yeah. I don't expect coffee. Cuban coffee. I mean, because you're right. I mean, you've got Colombia down there. You've got so many great other places mm-hmm. that produce coffee. Um, and people think naturally of rum and cigars, but their coffee's really, really good. Mm. Okay. Nice. Well, that's it for our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And before we leave, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, which offers the only the best continuing professional education like their e-learning instructional design certificate. So if you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, check them out at CE. Dot uci.edu once again ce.uci.edu and lee thanks for coming back again Yay. we got you know thank you. you and i thank have been talking you. about Muchos doing gracias. one on hong kong uh-huh so we'll have to have you back sooner than later i'll do so, it all right so thanks again for everyone for tuning in and we will see you next time adios bye, bye. bye.